Hey, welcome everybody to our weekly prophecy update at Hope For Our Times. And I have a guest. In fact, Olivier Melnick is with me. He's from Chosen People Ministries. He's going to start joining me on the first Wednesday of every month. And we're going to be able to talk about things that we don't get to hear about typically from the Gentile perspective or the evangelical perspective. And uh, Olivier has written several books uh, regarding uh, the Jews and anti-Semitism. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about those things. Uh, this is what we're going to get at today also. I want to I let you know where else we're going because this is really uh, necessary. Uh, we're going to talk about this subject. It's got a lot of attention on the internet lately. Uh, can a person who has been saved by Jesus Christ, uh, if will they enter into heaven if they don't love the Jews? Because uh, some of you might be thinking, well, that doesn't have anything to do with your salvation. Well, there are some things trending on the internet right now that say, uh, yes, it does. Uh, you have to love Jesus, but you also must love the Jews. So uh, we're going to be talking about that and uh, what does the Bible actually teach us. Uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about the UAE-Israel peace deal. Olivier has written articles on both of these things. In fact, he even has an article coming up uh, shortly on QAnon, and uh, maybe we'll talk a little bit about that if we have time. But before we get going with my guest, uh, say hi, Olivier. Well, hello. It's well, good to be back, and I'm, I'm excited to be uh, uh, to be becoming a regular on the well, the first Tuesday after the first Tuesday, what, what, how, how, did, how did we decide that? It's the first Wednesday after the first Wednesday after. No, it's the first Wednesday of the month. Uh, it'll be a little bit different maybe on Election Day because unless you want actually, you can join me. We're going to talk. We can talk about election. That's going to be coming up in only two, only two months away. And that's, what of course, if, that's of course if the rapture hasn't taken place before. Yeah, I, I, I'm hoping the rapture takes place. I have a lot of friends that believe that the rapture takes place on uh, Rosh Hashanah, will take place on Rosh Hashanah. Um, uh, the way I see it, no man knows the day or the hour, and you better be prepared in July and August, September, October, November, whenever it is, because uh, we can be taken up into heaven at any time. But man... Uh, man uh, as we look at the times, Olivia, I have a little bit, I have to do a little bit of cleanup business before we get going, because last week I did my program and I misspoke. I uh, had mentioned and I got uh, somebody that called me out on and said, hey, actually a couple of people didn't say, hey, uh, this isn't exactly accurate what you said. So I want to clean that up first before we get going, because I accuse CNN of not cleaning up their fake news. And so I don't want to be labeled the same way. But in California, just quickly, last week on my program, I mentioned California SB uh, number 145 had stated, had given uh, the ability of a or, or made it made it so a person, if there's a ten year less than a ten year difference between an adult and a minor, uh, then uh, and if that adult had raped a ten year old boy or girl, then they could get away with not being choose, uh, 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 charged with a sex crime. 
uh, registered as a sex offender, and apparently my information was wrong. I, I uh, misunderstood it. And the limit is not actually 10 years old. It's 14 years old, and it doesn't have to do with rape. And, uh, the, and so I misunderstood that. Uh, so please accept my apologies for saying that. You can get more information on the SB 145. You can Google it and find out your information there. But either way, it's still alarming that in this day that we have to talk about that type of thing uh, regarding uh, sex crimes and minors and adults and what's a sex crime, what isn't a sex crime. Uh, nevertheless, that's not what this program is about today. Uh, so I want to make that correction. But let's get going, Olivier. I want to talk about this first of all. Um, and like I said, if we have time, we'll talk a little bit about QAnon. But what I want to talk about, first of all, is can a person who is a Christian, genuine Christian, believer in Christ, uh, genuinely saved, they've repented, uh, but do they have to love Israel also in order to to be saved? Do they have to? Um, can you get into heaven if you don't also love Israel? Because I've been hearing that on the Internet from prophecy teachers. Yeah, and yeah, I've heard that too, and I was I was really troubled. And uh, well, the first thing we we need to define, I think, is uh, I think I think the way I heard it was like there was a difference between being saved and being raptured. Because okay. I think the person who was saying this was saying okay. that they are saved, but 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 they will they will not be raptured, and uh, so it's almost like a purgatory of some, of some sort, which of course is not biblical where the Christians who do not love Israel, who do not show their love for Israel and the Jewish people, will not participate in the rapture. Now, the rapture, some of our audience might not even know what we're talking about here. So we might, it might be good to just in a yeah. 30 seconds to explain what we mean by the rapture. Okay. You want me to explain that? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So uh, so in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, the Apostle Paul is writing, and he talks about a generation uh, that, uh, that is in the last days, just before the tribulation period, a generation that will, will not die, a generation of believers in Christ that, as the Bible says, will be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. That term caught up comes from, is a Greek word, harpazo. We get, it's from a, a Latin word. I believe the Latin word is rapturo or appear. It's one of those two. And it's where we get our English word rapture from. So it teaches just as simple as that. If you're a believer in Christ and you are alive at that time, that just before the tribulation period, the, you will be raptured, you will be caught up into heaven, and you will not see physical death. And then in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, the Bible teaches that all who are believers in Christ will be caught up. Uh, will be raptured at the sound of that trumpet. Uh, that doesn't use the word caught up or raptured, in, in, but in First Corinthians chapter 15, will be translated. So when you look at that, it's all believers will be translated, will be raptured into heaven. So uh, that's what the Bible teaches. In fact, the Bible even goes on and says, First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 18, Therefore, comfort one another with these words. That's great comfort, knowing as a believer in Christ, you will not go through the great tribulation, which is God's wrath upon uh, this, this world, uh, his, right. his judgment that's coming. And, and, and in the same passage, it does talk about two groups, you know, about those who are asleep mm-hmm. that will go first, and then, uh, then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. So that passage you were quoting. Uh, so ba- basically here, 
this this promise of rapture is 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 a promise of uh, escaping God's wrath uh, for the believers. And so I heard recently that um, uh, that uh, people who do not show a, a, a genuine love for Israel and the Jewish people will not participate in the rapture. And so so I I thought well. Christians, what, what, what makes a Christian, what makes a believer, is somebody who simply believes that Yeshua, Jesus, is Lord and Savior, and that his, his, his blood on the cross paid for their sins. He died, rose again, ascended to heaven, is going to return. And it doesn't say anywhere in the Bible, you need to believe that uh, Yeshua is the Messiah, and he died for your sins, and you need to love Israel, and then you shall be saved. Find one verse that says that. It doesn't exist. I mean, ideologically, philosophically, I'd say as a Jew who lost members of my family in the Holocaust, uh, who, who was mistreated by Christians and, and, and called all kinds of names, I'd say, yeah, I, I, I like the concept, but it's not biblically, it doesn't hold water. Yeah. So, so I don't think we can, uh, we can say that. Now, what we can say, what we can say, I think that we can back up with, 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 with the, the Bible is uh, from uh, from Psalm 83, the beginning of Psalm 83, uh, we can, um, uh, verse uh, 3, 4, and 5, uh, they make short plans against your people, conspired against your treasured ones, so those are the enemies of Israel. Uh, they have said, come and let us wipe them out as a nation, that the name of Israel be remembered no more, for they have conspired together with one mind against you, they make a covenant. What you can say is that a, a, the, a, an enemy of, of, of Israel by proxy is an enemy of God. So if you hate Israel, you hate God. But what I would say is that uh, if you become a Christian, and you know, and, and look at the look at the thief on the cross. Mm -hmm. That's what I put in my article. The thief on the cross, within seconds probably or or minutes or whatever, died. He didn't have a chance to repent beyond looking at Eli, basically looked, at, looked to his left or his right, I don't know, and looked at Yeshua and said, you know, uh, you know, put in a good word for me, or, you know, I believe, you know, I, I have faith. And that was it. So I, I extrapolate and I go like, what if the Nazi officer who took in my grandfather in Auschwitz and maybe was responsible for his death, what if he had gone home that night and on his way home talked to a Christian who led him to the Lord and that night the rapture took place? All up to that point, he hated the Jews to the point of killing them in the camps. Would he have not made it to the rapture? I think he would have made it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, it has to be. Yeah, and and I think that, and I understand the heart behind it. Uh, you know, I, I got saved uh, over thirty years ago, and I had this immediate love for Israel. So I think with a lot of evangelicals, they get caught up in that. Uh, if they have a love for Israel, well, you can't really be. You can't really be genuine if you don't have a love for Israel. But it's not—it's not how you feel. It is what you believe in, and salvation is based on Christ alone. If you confess with your mouth, Romans chapter ten says that Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart, God has raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. And thank you also for clearing up uh, the rapture issue um, that the the talk on the internet has been you'll miss the rapture you might make it to heaven at the end of the tribulation is that what it is or uh, you know i was not even sure because in some cases i even heard that some uh, the christians some christians will not enter the messianic kingdom well that's that's how can you be a christian then yeah i, I know so yeah. that was that was that was very that was very 
very troubling to me that uh, uh, that concept. I mean, we we, we can't. You know, I, I I understand why some people would say that. Now, uh, uh, maybe there is some confusion, and I put that in my article on my on my website at newantisemitism.com. The article I wrote a couple of weeks ago. I, I refer to that passage in um, Matthew 25, 31 through 46 about the sheep and the goats. And maybe there's some confusion about, you know, those yeah. who, who love, because clearly in that passage, it which I, which I believe speaks of those who will help the Jews during the tribulation. So right. they would have not been Christians at the onset. They become tribulation Christians, some martyrs, some yeah. survive. And in the way they helped the Jews, uh, Yeshua would say, "You enter the, the kingdom, or you don't." But that that's not uh, that's not you know, that's not what yeah. this person was talking about. I don't think so. No, Christians in general, if they don't love Israel, will miss the rapture. Right. Yeah. At Matthew chapter twenty-five, I believe is specific to the tribulation period, yeah. and it reminds me of like with your your own family. You you had, if I remember correctly, wasn't there a Gentile family that? Helped your mom during the Holocaust? Oh, absolutely. It was a family of farmers who took in my mother and two of her cousins in the south of France uh, uh, and uh, basically saved them for the last two years of, of the war. They yeah. became later, later they, be, they were indi- uh, included in the, uh, uh, the uh, righteous among the nations that are listed at Yad Vashem in Jerusalem. Their name is there because yeah. they helped Jews. Yeah. yeah. Now, you're now. I know we, we didn't have this on the docket to talk about it, but both of your grandparents, were were they killed in the Holocaust? No, I had a distant cousin that I, know, that I don't know too much about that I, I know was died in the camps. I'm still doing research on that, but it's my fa- my mother's father okay. who was taken uh, in a roundup in Paris and uh, sent to Auschwitz within days and died within uh, the first seven days. So it was very good. At Auschwitz. Auschwitz. Wow. Yeah, very sorry to hear that, but then uh, when we look at this, and you can, and I can understand the heart behind, sure. uh, behind that feeling. If you don't love Israel, I mean, I, I I love Israel. I both you and I have trips coming up next October, October twenty twenty one. We were supposed to do one together, but uh, but but we have two separate trips coming. Um, and we'll be people, together separately. We will see. We'll still see each other like we did last last time when we were in Israel. We'll right. run into each other. Don Stewart and David Tao will be with me and with you. You're going to be there. You have some exciting things coming. And if people want more information, they can go to my website, hopeforourtimes.com. And if they want more information on yours, Olivier, do you have your information up yet? Uh, it's, uh, I'll put a link on my oliviamelnick.com. Okay. And, uh, great, great opportunities to go to Israel and, uh, experience, uh, the Holy land, the, the city of God, Jerusalem. Okay. Speaking of Jerusalem, yeah, here, here we go. Uh, and by the way, you can get anybody, you know, you just wrote an article on the subject we just talked about also, didn't, didn't you, uh, regarding can, uh, uh, you be a Christian and not love Israel and be Rapture. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I okay. uh, I have a uh, on my newantisemitism.com website. Uh, I have uh, uh, an article titled "Will Anti-Semitic Christians Miss the Rapture?" Yeah. Okay. And that was that was on the August fifteenth. Okay. Newantisemitism.com. Get it. Yes. Get get info there. Okay. The Jerusalem, the peace deal between Israel and the UAE. Uh, your opinion. You, you obviously have a very Jewish perspective. Uh, you're a believer in Yeshua. 
and um, and you understand Bible prophecy very well. Uh, but overall, how do you see this? Well, I also have uh, an article on that. How convenient, right? Yeah, hey, that's great. <laughs> you have articles on everything. <laughs> so I, I don't, but I happen to. Uh, I have an article on that because I, I just wrote an article uh, two weeks ago, and I titled it, uh, Is the Antichrist Watching the News? Hmm. That's because, right. That's uh, intriguing. I, I was, I, I'm, I'm looking at this UAE. And, uh, you know, this UAE uh, uh, peace treaty, and I'm thinking, okay, this is, uh, uh, in the article, the, the, the point I'm trying to make is that from a human perspective, who would not like to see peace in the Middle East? Peace anywhere, okay? Peace is good. As long as we understand that what's, me what's meant by peace is absence of a war. Because it's different from the peace of God. Yeah. That's for another time. Uh, but, but the... Uh, the, the UAE, what, what, what surprises me to this day, it's, it's, it's pretty, pretty recent. It just happened. It's, I think it's real. I think it's genuine. I think it's going to stick. Uh, and today I was shocked. I saw the title of an article. I haven't read it yet. But Jared Kushner just said that he wouldn't be surprised if the other 22 Arab countries follow suit. Yeah, I read it. It's, it's, you read it? I did read it. it is, it's, it's fascinating to watch these things develop. Um, to, to say the least, but but continue on from there. Well, so so what 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 what's puzzling to me is that most of the Christian leaders, prophecy teachers that I know and respect, and unless I've missed it, have not really touched on on the idea that from from a human perspective this is great, but from a biblical prophetic perspective, this is just opening the door. Or, or, or continuing to set the stage for the Antichrist. Because when is when is Israel going to sign a treaty, you know, Daniel 9.27, when Israel signs a treaty with the Antichrist, uh, when is that going to happen? Only when Israel will be in a place where they're going to bring their guard down and go like, hey, we're good. Mm -hmm. This is good. This is, this, is, this is really happening. We're all getting along. They're going to let's rebuild our temple. You know, I'm extra, extrapolating, but we know it's coming. Uh, so when is Israel going to do that? When well, well, the whole region will be at peace, and it could be happen very. It could be happening very fast. Within the next few weeks, we could say all the countries would say, you know, we're doing it, we're doing it. Mm -hmm. Next thing you know, Israel is going like, whoa, I mean, we're, we're okay now. And the only people left are basically Hamas, Iran, of course, but you know, mm -hmm. you know, backed up by uh, backing up Hamas, yeah. Hamas, saying like, we don't have a case anymore. Yeah. Everybody is going with Israel. We don't have a case. So this is very interesting. Yeah. Uh, here's who won't be going with Israel. Hamas, and then Hezbollah up in the north, the area of Lebanon. Turkey's right. very Turkey's making it very clear they aren't, and Iran certainly isn't. What, what yeah. I find interesting, though, when you mention all these different peace deals, that, that it does look like they're going to start happening because you have Iran over there that is uh, the, the bad enemy in the area. So these, right. these other Arab nations, they want protection, uh, and they know Israel can actually be an ally, even though they never would have admitted it before. But when it comes to Iran, Iran's a real threat to everybody, not just Israel. Now, so, Iran is not an Arab country. I Iran is a... Um, it's it's, Iraq, yeah. They're, yeah. The, uh, the, the Assyrians, you know, the... Uh, yes. The, they're not Arab. They yeah. don't speak Arabic anymore. But anyway, that's right. just a side, yeah. side note. So, so yeah. The, the, yeah, peace... 
peace with men. So when you look at Ezekiel chapter 38, for example, you have the war of Gog and Magog. That comes at a time when the Jews are back in the land and they are dwelling in peace and safety. And, and you start looking at all these peace agreements, it's, it, it, it's leading, these things seem to be pointing to that at a time, exactly what you just said. Hey, we're in peace. Everything is good. And you start looking at, boy, we've been watching things develop all over the entire world for the last seven years, but now they are just going forward at, at unbelievable speed as everything is zeroing in. And as you well know, Jerusalem is the bullseye of all of this. Yes, it's always been. It's always been. So when I when I look at the UAE peace treaty, uh, I'm 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 excited from a human perspective. I'm also excited from a prophetic perspective because we're living in 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 in, in, in the last days, and then you know this is it's happening in front of our eyes. Yeah. Um, this is this is real. Yeah. This you know, is... but but what I think uh, we, we we don't want to miss, we don't want to forget is that if this is all real, how much more should we double our efforts on, on, on telling people about Yeshua? Because I don't know how much time we have left. Amen. And that's the reason why we do these these videos and uh, YouTube and Facebook and everything else that we can't, everything that you're doing, the articles you write. Uh, in fact, you have an article coming up, uh, as I mentioned at the beginning of the program, QAnon, because uh, there's some concerns there. I mean, it's got a massive cult following. I, even within church-going people, it does. I know, I know, and 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 it is, there are some 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 uh, attractive things about QAnon, I guess. But the, the 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 thing that I'm discovering in the early research I've done is that there are a lot of parallels in their approach uh, to the conspiracy theory of of a global cabal taking over and and, and uh, you know a, a conspiracy of a, a, a group of people taking over the world. And which is, of course, uh, something that was done in the Protocol of the Elders of Zion, which, which is a hoax that was uh, published in 1903. Uh, and so I'll, I'll, I'll probably draw the parallel between what's happening now with QAnon and the uh, the protocols, and probably find some uh, some clear. I mean, they, they 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 QAnon, you know, quotes the Rothschilds, and then uh, um, so it's uh, you know again, mm -hmm. it's you know, it's the Jews' fault. You know, mm -hmm. it always comes back. You know to the Jews being responsible for something, the ills of the world. Yeah. And, uh, but but the time, again, Tom, I think the time is drawing near. And uh, last time I was with you, and I want, I want to say it briefly again, uh, this little book here, it's not a big book. It's very, very easy read, but it really uh, guides Bible-believing, Israel-loving Christians on what to do today to help Jews, to prepare help Jews at a time of need, which I think... Uh, is coming pretty quickly. So uh, they can uh, get it on Amazon or they can get it on my website at newantisemitism.com. So what, what's now, called the time, the time Is Now by Olivier Melnick? The Time Milnick. Is Now, seven steps Christians should take to help yeah. their Jewish friends. You know, I, I can't encourage I can't encourage everybody watching this to get to get that book or anything that you have written. And also, uh, people can subscribe to your newsletter, correct? Yes. It, it, but, you know, Tom, I think yeah. they should get this book for the simple reason that the foreword was written by this Thomas Hughes. Who's that? That's yeah, so there. <laughs> Too bad I don't get any money for that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, uh, that book and, and the other things that Olivier has written, other books, uh, get there, go to his website. New, yeah, that one is absolutely fantastic. And uh, again, you know, one last thing, Olivia, as I, as I look at these things developing, 
I know the Bible tells us that the Jews are going to be gathered from the north, the south, the east, and the west in that day, uh, just before the Lord returns. And there, and I remember talking to one of my Jewish friends several years ago. Um, I have a lot of Jewish friends, so you're not my only Jewish friend. And um, and and and, uh, uh, and I was talking with him, and we were talking about. Uh, what's it, it's going to take for Jews to leave America and go over to Israel? Because that day, uh, according to the Bible, they're going to be leaving from every part of the world uh, doing their aliyah. And uh, then you look at things that are happening in America, I see an increase in anti-Semitism. And I'm very concerned about what I see going on. And um, and obviously you are because you you write about and talk about it. You have that book. The time is now. But uh, any thoughts on that with America and what you see happening right well, now? I, I, I'm still trying to uh, to confirm it, so I don't want to speak dogmatically. But uh, I have been hearing from different sources, one of them from the United Nations, that uh, Israel has sent uh, a number of. Uh, large uh, planes to New York for Jews to get in, get on, and get out. So uh, I, I, I heard like something like thirteen or eighteen, and I'm still looking into it. Uh, to, you know, I'm not again. I'm not going to be dramatic about it, but that would surprise me uh, that Israel is saying, you know, it, it. The time is now. As as I remember, in 2015, when there was the. Uh, the terrorist attack in the, in my hometown near Paris on that, that that kosher supermarket that I used to move there all the time because that's where I used to live, uh, and I remember that at the time Netanyahu basically said, "Jews of France, mm-hmm. get out," and and I believe that's basically I I dated back to 2012 when there was a, a different attack and that I talk about it in my in my book in terms of anti-Semitism uh, that I believe that France it is it's been closed for the Jews. It's, it's over uh, uh, for, what, eight years now? Yeah. And we've seen a tremendous amount of Jews from France moving back to Israel because of anti-Semitism, and now we're seeing it out of the U.S. and out of yeah. New York. Yeah. So it's, uh, it, and we know it's not going to stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we do see it happening. Uh, New York, we, 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 we're watching this violence spread all over the country. You, you live uh, in the Seattle area. It's there. Yeah. It's, it's hitting the whole country. And I believe this attention is going to turn to the Jewish people. I also believe the only thing really standing in the way spiritually of that is the evangelicals who understand God's covenant with Abraham and the Jews. And, um, and I believe that's why there's an attack on uh, Christians also. Uh, uh, evangelical Christians and against the Jews. It's, it's demonic, it's spiritual, but it, it all points to the Lord is soon coming. And as you mentioned, he's coming very, very, very soon. He's coming. Yeah, he's coming to get to get the believers. I mean, you know, we don't want, we also do not want the audience to, to be confused with the two events or two bookends of the same events. Some people believe that yeah. either way, the coming of the Lord to Take you know to rapture his church and then he's going to meet us in the air and then seven years later there's going to be yeah. at least seven years later is going to be the second coming yeah. and what a, what a lot of Bible believers uh, Christians do not understand is that what is going to bring back the uh, the Lord uh, at the second coming you know at the end of the tribulation is when Israel says Baruch Hashem Adonai blessed is you comes in the name of the Lord so when Israel calls upon him 
he returns. So why do you think Satan is so, mm-hmm. pardon my French, hell-bent on killing the Jews? Because yeah. if he kills all the Jews, then they won't call upon him and he doesn't have to go into retirement. That's, that's retirement in the lake of fire. In the lake of fire and brimstone, yes. <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's, that's what Jesus said. Matthew chapter 23, that's at the right. very end, he said, you will not see me again until you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Uh, yeah. And so it's a promise. The Lord yeah. said it's going to happen. Satan doesn't want it to happen. You said it, you said it so well, so perfectly. Uh, thank you very much for joining us today, uh, Olivier. Again, you you can uh, go to uh, anti the new antisemitism.com for all of Olivier's material. He has a book coming up uh, pretty soon. Uh, we'll uh, maybe we'll talk about that book next time because that to me is really exciting. In fact, just tell everybody what it is, then we'll sign out. Well, I'm working on the final touch. It's written, but it's being uh, it's being uh, proofed right now edit, and edited. It's uh, uh, a, a devotional book. Uh, I've, I've been doing daily devotionals for the last 13 years, uh, and uh, I've selected 365 of my favorite ones out of over 5,000 and put them in a book. And a lot of people ask me, when are you going to do a book? So it's done, and it'll probably come out middle of, uh, uh, middle of October, I'm guessing. If we're not raptured yet. So, we're not raptured before. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. Listen, also, you can subscribe to this YouTube channel. Ho- hope for our times, the, the channel you're watching this on. Hit subscribe and, and be sure to share this program with all of your friends. And uh, may the Lord richly bless you. Shalom. Shalom. Thanks for listening and being a part of this week's podcast. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our website, hopeforourtimes.com and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date on the times we're living in. If you'd like to see the video version of this week's podcast, you can find us at Hope For Our Times on YouTube. God bless, and we'll talk to you next time.